1: What is up, everybody? It's Jeff Morton here with another CSG podcast, CSG number 302. Um, this is going to be uh, basically kind of diagnosing the Nuggets issues, and I'm going to talk on two, only two subjects here. Uh, and I'm trying to weigh which one is more important here, but I think it's, they're kind of, while they're not directly relatable, they are together in part of this stew that has caused the Nuggets to lose the six out of their last seven games. And I kind of want to go over both in a kind of symbiotic way. Um, The Nuggets to begin this year were a bit, I would say, overly enthusiastic about going in a quote-unquote defensive way. And when I say that, I mean... In an era of NBA basketball that encourages space, that uh, basically wants you to not even any sort of bump on someone's uh, cut to the basket or uh, move around a screen, you're going to get called for a foul. It's, these are the new freedom of movement fouls. Uh, they want you to, if you get an offensive rebound. It's now 14 second clock instead of 24 second. Everything is tilted towards the offense. And in this modern era, uh, defense and the concept of defense has changed. Before, you used to to play defense in the NBA. I'm not talking the ABA, but the NBA. uh, The concept was slow things down, make sure that you limit your possessions, therefore you limit your turnovers, uh, and you basically, uh, slowing that down means you expend more energy on the uh, defensive end. That's a basic philosophy that was employed by famously in the '90s when the centers, the NBA's golden era of centers, uh, was the '90s, and that was the way to, you know, essentially make sure that your centers were maximized was to have a deliberate offense where you could dump it to the post and make sure that that center uh, got as much action as possible. Um, it was, it was a very simple concept. Um, and I think that that era of the NBA as made, they have made sure the NBA has made sure to make that era of the league go away. And in that you have an emphasis on movement, spacing, and a particular emphasis on point guards, and I'll, I'll get to that in a different uh, podcast. While the Nuggets haven't had the, the best point guard play this year, particularly Jamal Murray has struggled um, mightily uh, ever since the he had 48 against uh, Boston Celtics, it has been a slog uh, and that the Boston game was kind of a line of demarcation coupled with some other extraneous events that uh, I will not get into, but may in the future. The, the, with that approach, Michael Malone's multiple effort uh, concept is passé because it emphasizes all game 100% energy on defense. And the best teams... In the modern era of the NBA, pick their spots with defense and then let their offense dictate the flow. It is, it is a the the, the concept of the way you play defense has changed. And because of that, because the concept of defense has changed, um, slow it down teams are rare. Um, and the concept of the way they play defense, even the Memphis Grizzlies, um, one of the reasons they play the way they do is because they don't have much shooting. Um, They have to play a certain way. They've got Marc Gasol and Mike Conley, uh, but they're not a what you would call Golden State Warriors or Houston Rockets team that's going to chuck a bunch of threes. Um, They uh, have to play a certain way because of the players they've got. The Nuggets don't really have... A grinded out defensive team, uh, despite the Nuggets playing that 80, you know, high 80s uh, game against the Memphis Grizzlies. That is not who they are, and the Nuggets were pretending to be for the first 10 games. It worked, but it wasn't who they are. And it was always going to come back to bite them. By game 10, really, when they got when went to 9-1 and after they beat Boston, it became clear after that, especially when they played, after the Memphis game, which was an aberration due to Nikola Jokic not shooting. I'll get to Jokic in a second. Um, that game was kind of an aberration. The real line of demarcation was the Brooklyn game, where the facade broke and the Nuggets were the open three-point shots that they were giving up. Uh, prior to then, were starting to fall, particularly against a team that shoots like 43s a game, like the Brooklyn Nets. Um, What was happening is the the open shots were going in, and a team the Nuggets should have beat by 10, they end up losing to by 2 after uh, Karis LeVert made that uh, last second shot where he traveled, but that's a different story. So from that moment on, the Nuggets have struggled, they played the, uh, two close games against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks in which they fell apart at the end of both games. Um, they played uh, against the Houston Rockets where uh, the Rockets uh, kind of did what the Rockets do to the Nuggets. Um, and it's been a, a process of the Nuggets not being able to figure out themselves. Now they beat the Hawks. And they should beat the Hawks because the Hawks are one of the worst teams I have seen in a very long time. So that was kind of one of those layup games for the Nuggets. Outside of that, they have basically not been able to put their own stamp on any game because they lost their identity the first 10 games when they were winning. And it was really, really strange to watch this happen. But the correction happened and the Nuggets haven't been able to regain their footing because their offense was so far behind with the quote multiple effort defense they were putting in and their multiple effort defense was not sustainable at all everyone who was watching it knew that the nuggets were not going to be able to sustain that so the it hasn't been it's corrected into this weird barely losing games stretch that the nuggets were are on as opposed to barely winning games because quite frankly their offense has not been good enough nor has it I believe they're still the bottom of, towards the bottom of the league in pace, and uh, it's very unusual for a Nuggets team to be like that. Um, The Nuggets are kind of a team pretending to be something, and it's not. And it's going to eventually correct itself. Um, And I think the Nuggets aren't. This isn't a terminal issue for the Nuggets. Philosophically speaking, the Nuggets just have to be better at picking their spots and not wasting their entire energy on the defensive end, which they're starting to adjust to. And that period of adjustment will sort itself out, and they will be fine. Uh, As far as that goes, they will be fine. Now, hand in hand with this is the uh, play of Nikola Jokic. Now, you're going to say, Jeff, what's wrong with you? Um, Nikola's had 37, 20, 14, 12, 25, and 20 uh, in the last seven games, uh, excuse me, six games, including a four-point game against Memphis, which is a different subject. Um, and I will concede that to you, but I will also say this. In those same games, Jokic has had two positive plus-minus scores. Um, uh, one of them was against uh, the Brooklyn Nets, which he scored 37 and had pulled down 21 rebounds and and. The, the Nuggets still lost the game. And against the, the Atlanta Hawks, who we've discussed is the worst team in basketball. And that and he he had 12, um, 7, and 8 in that game. And excuse me, it's 12, 7, and 9 in that game. And, you know, he really wasn't needed for most of that game. It's these other games starting, actually starting with Boston, um, where he only took... Uh, Let me see, he only took four shots in that game, or three three shots, and then one shot in the uh, 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 Memphis game. Ever since whatever happened happened at that time, I'm not going to mention it, uh, but there was an incident with the NBA before the Memphis game. Ever since then, he ain't been right. And yes, he got 37 and 21, but it was almost like he was trying to prove a point. In that game. After that, he kind of has retreated a bit. But the, what's been alarming, it's been uh, minus four against the, the Celtics. Zero. Uh, it's, I'm sorry, plus minus here. Minus four against the Celtics. Zero against the Memphis Grizzlies. If if he scores, if, if Nikola Jokic scores four points in that game, they win. Excuse me, excuse me, eight points in that game, they win. To add on to his four free throws. a Plus five despite 37 and 21 against the Brooklyn Nets a minus 17 against Milwaukee, a minus 14 uh, against the Houston Rockets, the plus 37 against the really, really terrible Atlanta Hawks, a minus 11 against uh, New Orleans, uh, and a the minus 16 against the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Nicole Jokic has always had a remarkable ability to stay generally as a plus player throughout his whole career. Uh, he does go into his funks, which I think are inexcusable. But he does, um, he does generally stay within that realm uh, of just if he's a minus, it's only like a minus four. I mean, that's been his career, unless it's games against the Houston Rockets, which you know, has been the aberration of, of Nikola Jokic. The minus 17, minus 14, minus 11, and minus 16 are indicative to something not being right. And a lot of it, from my point of view, is Jokic not putting his stamp on the game, uh, not getting to his spots, uh, not dictating flow, uh, being a passive player in the offense rather than the instigator. Um, he has improved his defense this year, which is great. But and I, knew, and I know he took that personally, that people were saying that he was a bad defensive player. I, I understand that. But I don't think that is why he has really kind of avoided, I think, actively being a a someone who can contribute in a way that is generally the way he normally did. Um, there, and anyone who's watching Jokic, despite him putting up numbers, can see that it's, it's almost like rather than him being the the engine that runs the offense, he is he's just kind of a part of it. He's just kind of a a spectator in the offense, and he just kind of does what his part and then goes home. And it's been remarkable to watch how this plus-minus streak with him has turned and how it's not necessarily because of the way teams are guarding him. Now, obviously, Jamal Murray has had his issues, but I'm going to say something to people that that for some reason they— choose to disregard. Uh, Jamal Murray's had struggles. He really has. Problem is, not Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray was the point guard last season when Nikola Jokic had the best stretch of of his career. Jamal Murray is struggling, and I'm sure that's part of the Nuggets' overall struggles, but that's not part of Nikola Jokic's struggles. It has been a... Jokic has always been very good at at saying, this is what I do, so I'm going to do it. And becoming someone who is solely dependent on a point guard getting him a ball in the post or for a dribble handoff is not not Nikola Jokic. Uh, Nikola Jokic is more dynamic than that. Nikola Jokic that I've grown accustomed to watching is not the passive kind of I'm just a part of the offense kind of guy. He is the the genesis momentum, if you will. And he is not being that. And it's been disconcerting because what ha- that has led to is a Nuggets offense that is is kind of eh. it is it is a It is an extremely predictable mechanical offense when you know Nikola Jokic isn't taking control. Uh, They're very easy to defend. They have four or five very predictable plays that they run. Teams know it, and they stop it. That that has contributed to Jamal Murray's struggles. Even when Monty Morris is in there, the Nuggets run the same damn plays. It's it's just, they can't do get on this wheel can't go on this wheel of same play same play same play and try to out athlete or you know try to outshoot people this is not the Nuggets they are a dynamic team that is really dependent on Nikola Jokic taking control and being the player that he is and that hasn't happened for whatever reason I'm not going to pretend that I know the inner workings of the Nuggets but it's not happening and some of that's on Jokic and I think as of tonight, the Nuggets play with the Minnesota Timberwolves, and they're playing Carl Anthony Towns. Tonight, Jokic needs to be that guy. Look, the first half against New Orleans, at least the first quarter, he had for 18 points, then he got injured. I'm going to excuse that a little bit. Um, he seemed to come back okay versus the uh, Milwaukee Bucks and started off good and then tailed off. And that's kind of been the story with Jokic. He'll start great, and then it's kind of like, oh, I'm just, I'm just here, and uh, just putting in a day's work, basically. And I think this needs to change, and along with the Nuggets, you know, changing their concept of constantly multiple efforts on every possession defense. Once they do that, I think things will start to turn around. Nuggets get better at situational defense. Jokic starts asserting himself in in his usual way, not just scoring, but in his usual way, distributing, dictating, all that stuff. And if that happens, the Nuggets will be just fine. I don't think any of these are terminal problems. I think the Nuggets aren't fatally flawed. I think they just need to get back on track and be who they are. They pretended to be something else the first 10 games of the season. That wasn't them. They need to get back to being who they are. And once they do that, they'll be fine. All right, everyone, thanks for listening to me in this latest CSG podcast. Uh, as always, follow us on at CSG podcast on Twitter. Uh, follow me at, at jmorton78. Follow Nate Timmons at at NateTimmonsCSG. And follow Ross Martin at at HiRosco. Thank you all for joining me. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol.